She could ball play. I mean, play ball. You know what I mean? I Pause. Um, <laughs> um, she played basketball. Um, the one and only Brittany Chanel, y'all. Give her a round of applause. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. He said, "Come morning." I didn't say no. Okay. Well, listen. This is what we do, um, y'all. Today is Friday, so you already know what it is. It's Freestyle Friday, and that's what we're doing. This morning, as I prepared to get everything together in the studio, because I did before, because me and Brittany was already talking beforehand. Um, That's because we always have really good conversations. Yeah, we had good conversations. And we were talking about um, things and, you know. Just life. Life aspect, expectations and things like that. So the question to you, I have uh, for y'all who are watching, check us us out on Streamcasting too. Um, did you share us on Streamcast? I'm uh, making sure we're on Streamcast right now. Yeah. Okay. That's what I'm doing. It says waiting. Okay. So we, we, it'll be kicking. It'll take a minute for the, the kicking. I see. So, um, we're talking about expectations and, um, places, uh, uh, to be Chicago, New York, uh, Atlanta. I, I like Chicago. Uh, Chicago. I, I feel like Chicago has its own little everything. It does. Like, you know, I call it Chicago. Why? Cause it's shit could go. Where the R? Where's the R? Where's the R? In Chicago. Chicago. It's Chicago. No, too soon. Okay. Anyway, um, I don't like. I mean, let me take this. I do like Chicago, right? Mm-hmm. Just certain parts. I just can't deal with. What part of Chicago you like? Southside. <laughs> nope. What's that? <laughs> Downtown only. Chicago brought me to Baltimore. You straight two away in the hood, uh, it's no good for you. Uh, Baltimore, you better stay on the, uh, on the waterfront. <laughs> in Baltimore, you better stay on that waterfront. I like Chicago because I, I like Chicago there, so I go to Chicago quite a bit. Like, you, so I, I absolutely but your live, your friends live in the suburbs. I bet no, they from Southside. Oh Lord, yeah, they from Southside. Southside is cool as long as you just don't go to the store by yourself wearing a hat while it's tilted to the so, side. Oh, they from the South Side, and then I've been I've been to the North Side and I've been to the East Side. I haven't been to the West Side of Chicago. Well, the South Side is what scared the shit out of me. Okay. I enjoyed the South Side. Not the um, right. Not the West Side. We were, I think we were on the East Side one time. Now that part was a little. Well, I yeah. Kind of scared on the East. I was like, "This." Mind you, mind you, Highland Park. Mind you, Highland Park. Take me back to Detroit. See, Detroit is like the to me. Detroit is the sexiest place ever. Um, I've been everywhere, so Detroit has to be the sexiest. The sexiest. Yes, without the. Without the facade. Like, naturally sexy. I mean, honestly, people love Detroit. Yeah. Like, every time I go out of town or, you know what I mean, they be like, where are you from? Detroit. But everybody loves Detroit. Like, Detroit gets so much love, it's not even funny. Especially if you're black. I'm being honest with you. Because 
We at one point in time we had well, still to this day, but it's not concentrated. But Detroit had the most concentrated black people in the whole country. Now that I yeah, you know what I mean. I know my uncle told me that. So you looking at two million people in Detroit? You know, it took me a while. I didn't see white people until I went to Northland. <laughs> <laughs> it was either Chaldeans or black people. I didn't see no white people. And I Where was, were all the white people? And I was cool with that. They went in Detroit. Where were they? They, suburbs yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, my though my principal was white, white like that. We had predominantly all black teachers. We may have one white teacher in the school. But Detroit was like the place to be. It still like, is. Everybody was. When, and I don't think it's it, come back. No, I, I really don't. You think, think it never left? It never left. The problem is people don't even know. Like every major record label you name was in the Metro Detroit. Area. That's what I'm saying. Like if like in music for sure. But about, now it seems like it's just all the I'm art. Saying, I mean, every, it's always but, been art. Everything though, in in in, in um, pottery, pottery got some dog ass people in pottery. I mean, the, the where they pieces worth hundreds of thousands of dollars. Yeah, you know what I mean. But yeah, most yeah. people don't know that. Like, well, see, so my uncle he had a um, an art gallery. Okay, so that's how I learned about like the artwork and art pieces and stuff like that. He still has. Black art was yeah. really big. That's what he had. He yeah. had a lot of black art. No, black art was really big. Yeah. It's a it's an artist. His name is Fella. Um, he's so dope. I mean, I matter of fact, he came to my house. Mm-hmm. He was like, "Hey man, thank you for the support." I'm like, "Support." Mm-hmm. He said, support. You "Look at the name <laughs> at the bottom." I said, "I said fella." I said, F-. "I said Negro, did you did these your paintings?" And I had about four of my paintings in his crib all through my house. Right? It's another one. Her name was Brenda. Brenda something. Actually, it was it was a painter named Brenda Dixon who did a lot of stuff. But um, Is Brenda and I thought it was my sister. I said I called my sister one time. I had to be like thirty five. I said, "Baby, you, uh, call her baby girl. Baby girl, you uh uh you painting? Uh? You're like <laughs> painting? Boy, I just I painting. I just got a, I just got a, 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 a over overdose. What you talking about painting? I'm like, damn. Sorry about that. Brenda, you said Brenda Dixon. No. Brenda Dixon. It's Brenda it wasn't her. I'm going to see if I can find her name. But I know she's from here, and I know he had, like, some of her paintings. It's a lot of people to paint. And, yeah, it was, like, I know it was big art. Shout here. out to my girl T-Rex. T-Rex know how to paint, and her paintings, her paintings are abstract and, and of her creativity. And they be beautiful to me. I see the beauty in it. And um, Fashion. Don't leave fashion. Oh, anything that's dealing with the mecca, the beginning Honestly, Detroit was here. You talking about you talking about fashion and everything. Everything get taken from from us. We because we don't take Take pride. We get taken, 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 taken. Anyway, is because we don't see the value and stuff exactly until after someone else takes it it, and we let it go. We had to. We was jitting and they started juicing, juking, juking. Yeah, that's that's what they do in Chicago. Okay. Well, we well took, even with the hustling, right? They call it um, stepping or something in the yes. in the ballroom. They yeah. call it stepping, right? And they um, call it, I think, like line dancing, line or dancing, and then um, um, hair. All of a sudden, Atlanta's the hair capital. I don't know why nobody here in Atlanta is late. I'm sorry. At all, you know. I'm sorry. I don't. Uh, I don't think anybody comes close to Detroit when it comes to hair. Nails. Detroit. Detroit, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Everything's Detroit. Music. Detroit. The porn world. 
I mean, I didn't mean to say it like that, but you did. I did. Yeah. But um, people you don't know you that. Really you really did. You really, you really did. Highland Park. <laughs> Highland Park was actually the porn capital. Never knew that. In the beginning, yeah. never knew that. Highland Park was. Um, but due to the laws and of course the whites and the blocks, they moved it out to Cali. But everything moved to California. <sighs> yes, because, and is is that because of the movies, or is that because of the weather, or why was that? I'm more because I feel like it's more expensive out there. It is. I think it's because of the weather. Because you, whatever you do here, you can do all year round there. Yeah. Um, their cold season is forty degrees. But it do, it gets cold there at night. It gets cold. Like but, honestly, you could go to California and experience all the seasons as well. Yeah, but that's only but that's there. only that's if good. you aware. Like they don't have. They don't. They would never say. They, they say we got two experiences: hot and cold. That's it. And you said that they're like. Why did you say it in that accent? Because most of my people out there is um, uh, Mexicano. They that may. wasn't a Mexican. What a hot and cold. Though. That was a hot and cold. That's Chinese. That's what I said. That wasn't a Mexican. Hot accent. and cold. Hot and cold. <laughs> like that so, wasn't a she mix- looks so cute she brought me a little girl today she got her hair like that like uh door the explorer got a black friend um you can't call black women little girls i know i mean she her, she, no, looks, she looks very youthful you can say that but you can't call black women can't women. call black women girls oh, little girls you said little girl i mean her face is so like, young like, like if a guy says you're adorable like what is that supposed to mean Oh, you're adorable. Like, yeah, you be like, my dog's adorable. <laughs> my little pet frog is adorable. Is that offensive for him to say you're adorable? No, it's not really. It's how high women take it. No, uh, I don't to, think it's offensive. I'm just saying. If y'all want to, if y'all want to always, y'all can give us a call 313 266 2811. That's like, 2811. oh, you're so cute. Yeah. Guys, mm-hmm. I like that. Uh, um, <laughs> one of my things I'm hoping for that um, Apple Podcasts come out with is live prop. Live podcasting. Apple? Yeah. They don't do live? No, it's not live. But, you know, a lot of podcasts aren't live. A lot of them are, are recorded. Yeah. And, and then they play But them. I think we're breaking barriers because a lot of things that other people do, we don't do. Like, we, we, we don't cut later our videos. We go, we go live with our That's videos. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, a lot, of, a lot of podcasts that I've been, they've edited because yeah. they, rec- they previously record them. And, and, sh- then they- and shout out to uh, our podcast uh, channel on Apple. We are gaining some traction. People don't have no idea, but it's like nice. at least thirty five hundred people listen to us every single day. Nice, nice, nice. So that's without without promotion. So our promotion will begin the day after Christmas because <laughs> um, you cannot beat Christmas. I don't care. You can promote the your ass off. After Christmas, you, you cannot. You cannot. Beat Christmas. That's when all the sales really you get even better sales yes. after Christmas. Yeah, because they be like, I don't want that shit. <laughs> they be like, open box <laughs> specials today. No, I'm, honestly, you get a lot, sales. A lot of ungrateful women. A lot of ungrateful women with presents. The husband gonna take them back. I know. I know a guy. Right here. Okay, here's the deal. Here's the deal. Because I feel like women. Well, some women actually tell you what you want, what, what they, want. they want. Yeah, and then you do what you want, and to then do. you do what you want to do. So it's like, well, I kind of told you what I wanted, so why wouldn't you get what I showed you? I was helping you, and then they just buy what they want to buy, and then that's why they have to take it back. That don't mean that don't mean you're ungrateful. That just means you wasn't listening. <laughs> it just mean well, you wasn't listening. <laughs> you wasn't listening. Shout out, but shout out to my man Will Smith because honestly. A lot of things came to fruition with me through Will Smith, for real. Like what? 
like when he say when he when he publicly admitted that he was afraid of mice was the day I said, you know what, I'm petrified of him too. But that's I mean that's No, that's not That's that. a legit fear. No, no, it is a legit fear. Yeah. But it's a, in the black community it's a shameful. Like, you scared of mice? Yes. I don't like him. At all. But uh also when he told when he said he was trying to build a life that his wife didn't want. Yeah, I, now I remember him saying when that. When he said that, I understood it. Like you getting something for your wife that she already said she ain't want, but you got it just in case. But maybe she start liking it when she see it. And she's he's a Jada like nah. I don't no, because like she wanted to be in the country. Mm-hmm. Like she wanted to have horses and all of that type of stuff. Like that's how she wanted to live. Well, I don't know if they're living like that now, but no. But I'm saying she, I've I've seen the interview where she said she didn't. She wasn't on what he was on. Right. I, yeah. I'm talking about him out of his mouth. He yeah, admitted no, no, no. him. He admitted it. Because I like, want to say it was on their Red Table Talk or something like that. Yeah, but the one before the Red Table Talk, when yeah. she got him to recap what he said. I don't remember. But, but I do know he said that, and I know she said it, because yeah. she said she didn't. She wanted to. He said he bought a house, and she was like, nah. Well, yeah. I, I mean, said, I don't feel like I don't feel like a man should purchase a house without you involved in it. <sighs> yeah, yeah, but you know, but 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 I get it. Men, men, I mean, because here's the thing: you're not the woman is the one who's going to put the decor in there. She's going to put all of the fragrances, like she's going to put all the love in there. Yeah. So she's going to make the house a home. home. So I, I feel it. like she should have some. You know what I'm saying? Uh, like, you're looking cuter every day. Okay, mom. Okay, no, I'm not. All right, we're good. All right, good. Okay, we're just, done. Okay, we're done. No, but I'm just saying, like, I feel like she should have some input on the house. Why? Mm-hmm. Why not? I mean, yes, she should have input. I'm not saying she shouldn't at all. I'm not saying that, but I was just saying that sometimes a man just want to show his wife, like, look what I, look what I could do. You know what I mean? Say, voila. You know what I mean? Versus. Yeah, okay. We we decided this together. Sometimes a man um want to regain his manalism. Well, there's a trick to all of that. Man. Well, what is it? It's biblical. <laughs> no. is, it bi- is it is is it biblical? I don't really want to re- reveal my secret. Uh oh. Well, what's what's the secret to it? No, tell me cuz No, it's not really a secret, but I think most women know it already. I mean, it's just never mind. Well, no, say it. No. Say it, damn it. No, it's okay. God damn it, Spock. I mean, uh. <laughs> <laughs> no, really, it's just, you know, you let him believe that that's his idea. Okay. That's all. No. That's all uh, you do. That's the old Fred Flintstone. <laughs> it's not. No, really, it is, though. You just let him. Well, because it goes back to, it goes back to, like you said, sometimes men just want to do nice things for the woman. So it's like, okay, I get that part. Mm-hmm. So you have to, you know, I kind of accept it. Mm-hmm. What are you doing? I'm just moving the screen. Yeah. I'm just moving the screen out of the way. Um, no, like it's a way of basically saying what you need to say without crushing the man's soul as a woman. <laughs> do, you, do you really think, well, yes, I'm about to answer my own question. A woman can't really crush a man's soul if he is that weak. You say can she crush? I mean, no, I'm just. You no, know, he can't. No, she can. That's what I'm saying. Really I'm can. saying because women, 
I, I women like can be cruel. They, we can, and we don't really have no filter. At all. Um, and yeah. I don't think we use discretion on how we say certain things. No. Some of us. I'm not right. going to say all right. of us. Some of us don't really know how to use discretion when we say certain things. STFU. The stuff that, <laughs> the stuff that <laughs> we say to guys, if they said to us, we would just. Oh, my God. We about to fight. Those are fighting words. So that's why I said I think it's a way that you can say things without crushing their soul. I think I think I think that as human beings we should learn that. Period. Um, I think we get a lot of our. I watched. Oh, oh my god. Well, some people just. I watched the movie Teal. Oh, you did watch it. I had no interest in wanting to watch it. I think every person in America. I think every black person in America should watch it. I think I got to be in another place to watch it. No, you don't. I mean, here's why. It's not what most people think it is. Okay, it, you weren't mad or upset about it. I get upset anytime I realize that we was treated less than humans. Uh, and that's, that's, that's I, I think that's why I don't really want to watch it because of that right now. But but the remembrance of it keeps me grounded, if that makes sense. Like, I understand why certain, like, my, I was just heard in the conversation, it's a young lady who's racist as hell, right? Her family is racist as hell, right? But when she's at work, She's not racist. The racism kick in every now and then, or she don't realize what she's saying. Because it's taught. But when she get home, she back to the racist person, right? Now, what I get is that it's black people have it the worst. But white people who love black people or other ethnic groups, they conceal and hold a lot of stuff in because they're hearing what they, not only their grandparents say it, their mothers saying it, their uncles, their aunties, and then they still come to work and be your friend. So the minute you say something, they remind them of what their mother, father, uncle, grandparents said. Oh, that's what y'all do. And you're like, well, Becky, what? <laughs> Let me say y'all. Yeah. So, and trust me, I've learned I'm not a racist, I'm not, but I'm very prejudiced. Okay. When I say I'm very prejudiced, I want for my my own people, like I want for myself. And then when I see other people doing it, I don't get angry. I just have a better understanding on why they are who they are, and the reason why we. And everybody, it's slavery, no? Because after a while, if you could change your way of living in 21 days or 63 days, as they would say. You could change your way of thinking over 30 or 40 years. And yeah, it, I think it's just ignorance. It's definitely ignorance, and it's ignorance to adapt to. Ignorance to adaptation is probably the worst. Mm -hmm. Like me, I'm calling my friend today, um, D-Guns. D-Guns lost a lot of weight. He's looking good. He's feeling healthy. He even talked better. You know, he looked better. Nate talked to him for a couple of days, and Nate, nah, Nate losing weight. Mm -hmm. I'm like, well, damn, I feel dumb. I'm not even on that program, and these are two of my good friends. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's time for me to get my shit together. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And I think we are ignorant for adapting to what's necessary. Mm -hmm. You feel me? Like, there's no reason. Uh, there's tons of research that says that we shouldn't eat, not eat meat. Tons of it, right? Then they say, well, there's some meat you should be able to say, eat. You should eat some meat. Some meat. But listen, so vegans. Do not live longer 
than people who eat meat, right? But they have a more pleasant, unpainful life. Does that make sense? No, I understand. So. Well, it goes back to what Dr. Sabi said. Because, like, okay, so our body is made up of uh, oxygen. Electrons. Yeah. So I'm saying, like, you're supposed to put food in your body that gives you life. Give right. you oxygen, right? So mm-hmm. some, and then that's why some people are like really sluggish. It's because of the food that you're putting in your body. So, True that. So the vegans obviously are putting certain type of food that's from the ground yeah. into their body. Right. So oxygen plants create their own right. oxygen. So quite naturally, yeah, you're gonna feel different. Rejuvenated. Like yeah. Right. But it's the same thing. Like if you fast, I don't know. I don't know if you've ever fasted or anything like that. Yes, yeah, but my but problem your is body feel because your body goes back to its original state. It yeah, goes back to its original weight, original yeah. everything, and then you can kind of start all over. Yeah, so that's why I, I mean I start off this morning kind of good because I got coffee. I well, honestly, the it really starts in the mind. Mm, yeah, everything starts in the mind. Yeah, it's the mind, and then everything else will follow. Praise God! Look at you preaching. That's biblical. Yeah. As a man thinketh, so he is. So so shall it be. So he is. So shall it be. So he is. <laughs> that's that's. I'm talking Mark. She talking about Luke. Anyway, um, it, it kills when me. When I say Luke was a doctor, when, when I say that, um, when you think about the Bible, I be asking nobody still. I said, why did Jesus didn't write his own book? They were like, so why there's no book of Jesus? There is. Well, where is it? It's in the hidden scrolls. If you don't shut your dumb ass up talking to me right now, if they're hidden, how would you know? <laughs> shut up. You know what I mean? I was like, anyway, but just, okay. So, um, and now when I was just thinking, like, the disciples got books in the Bible, but Jesus don't, that just never made sense to me. That Jesus doesn't have books in the Bible? Are you going to correct my English? Yes, that Jesus don't have no books. <laughs> The whole book is about him. So I no, the whole book is not about him. If you go to the Old Testament, the Old Testament's with the prophets. They prophesy that he's to come. So, so they're talking about him in the Old Testament. I'm glad you said that. They're talking about him in the New Testament. I'm glad you said so that. So when he comes, he talks Welcome about. Welcome to Bible study he, with Brittany. No, Chanel. I'm saying he come in, He comes and he for, fulfills everything that the prophets mention in the First Testament, and in the Old Testament. And that's good. But that's why I asked my Christian family. They, when I say they shouldn't eat pork, and they the most, they celebrate, they the biggest pork eaters in the whole world. I said, you don't believe in Leviticus, where it says don't eat pork. They said, oh, that was the Old Testament. No, but then when he goes over into the New Testament, he says, don't call. When no, he said, I think he also said it to Daniel too, which is also in the Old Testament. He says, don't call um, something unclean that I have already said clean. That's uh-huh. also in the word. And yeah, but but he didn't. Word. But he didn't write it. It was somebody. But I'm saying that's what God told Daniel. Don't oh. don't, don't curse what I've blessed as clean as unclean. Right. So talking that, about the meat as well. So that's what I'm saying. Like it really just. Hmm. So you believe that Christians shouldn't eat pork? Right, because it's in the Bible. I mean, Joe Osteen said, "This is my Bible." <laughs> Holstein is a motivational speaker. Oh, good answer. I like that. Yeah. And he looked like the devil interpreted this. I mean, I, I stopped listening to Joe Osteen when he said something 
one time that was like that. Abortion is necessary. <laughs> no, he said something about like how him and his wife don't have problems and they don't fight. And I'm like, this is, I, I just stopped listening to him. No, I don't think he, he said that. I think he said. No, he did. He said it in the interview. No, but I don't think he's, I think he, I think he was saying it in a way of no. the fashion. And, no, listen, I think, I think I've seen the same thing when he was saying we, we don't fuss. We don't fight. Um, when he, when he, but, but when he said it, but he was saying uh, over unnecessary We well, you know I watched the same interview. Okay. But again, I believe he's a motivational speaker, and that's just my take on Joel Osteen. But it's good. I mean, that's, I don't like your take on old Joel. That's fine. This is my Bible. <laughs> <laughs> when he said... I mean, I do think that that's true, yeah. what he says about the Bible. But, again, I think that he's a motivational speaker. But this is my Bible. Anyway, I, I like the way he talks. Cause he's like, <laughs> he's country. Tyler, I just want to ask you a question. Yeah. Me and the wife the other day, we were in the, in the shed. <laughs> yeah. He was funny. I mean, but it's good. That's and Medea voice just hit me. Some, he's for, you know, he's for some people. And that's Her, her. Yeah. So, um, yeah, very. Um, He's in Dallas. He's in Texas as well. He's in Texas. He's yeah. in Houston, Houston, I believe. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So um, what I've been doing, uh, one, one of my biggest secrets is that a lot of times when I was going out of town, I was going to museums. I'm a nerd. Why is that a secret? Because... People be asking, why are you going out there? Why are you going out That's funny that you said that you're a nerd, because it seems like now it's cool to be a nerd, but back in the day, it was never cool to it be a nerd. It was never cool Especially to be a nerd. Especially for black men. Like, oh black men God. cannot be anything of corny. But my, my buddy had said it to me um, um, November 14th. He said, because I, like, I said, man, I, I'm not, I'm, I've never been a street dude. He said, Pete, you've always been a street dude. But why? Okay, so here's my thing for y'all. Like, why can't black men be corny? No, I'm corny as hell. No, I'm saying it's like, cause okay, so yeah. we I had a conversation. We were talking about who were we talking about? Oh, we were talking about uh, Russell Wilson, uh-huh. and they were talking about future or something like that. Uh-huh. And they were just saying like Russell's corny. Well, Russell's corny to most people <laughs> because because he, he 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 talks with proper etiquette. He walks and he his actions is with proper etiquette. Mm-hmm. So that makes him corny. And we think <clears throat> dumb shit makes you cool. Like going, huh? Like, <laughs> I'm serious. Like, 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 but I. But nobody thought Obama was corny. That's because uh, I have Michelle. You <laughs> I mean, understand what I'm saying? Like, nobody thought he was corny. Because he walked with a limp. And when he be talking to people, he be like, you heard me? Like, really? I mean, he be. He really be like, but just think about how ignorant that really is. It's not ignorant when you looking at a when you look at Donald Trump, when you, when you, when you look at Bill Bill Clinton, when you look at Ronald Reagan, when you look at Nixon, when you look at the presidents before him, the the buffoonery, sacoonery that they no, did. I'm, what I'm what I'm saying is ignorant is the simple fact that he's not corny because he walks with the limp. I mean, I'm being honest with you. Guess what? They thought uh, George Bush Jr. was corny. Because cause George Bush Sr. had a little swag to him. <laughs> when, he, when he hit that phone, he was like, and do that, hit you a little thing, like, uh, I got to look clean, right? George Bush was like, uh, well, ah. Uh. No, that's Ronald Reagan. But, you know, everybody was a little corny, like Ronald Reagan. 
Well, I like to say, you know what I mean? So They just picked Ronald Reagan because they thought he looked good. No, they picked Ronald Reagan because he was fresh out of Hollywood. and, and they Which was, was based off looks. Yes. Because um, he wasn't smart as nothing. Hey, What's Rich. Uh, you can just uh, put that behind the counter, buddy. Be so black. I'm so black. You're so corny. I'm so corny. <laughs> Listen, so when you, when you start talking about cornyism, I understand why most people believe people to be corny. Like, do I believe uh, Russell Wilson is corny? No. I believe he a black man that knows what he wants. Mm-hmm. Knows what he wants. Most black people, especially men, do not really know what we want until it's damn near too late. Mm. Now, why is that? Because we've been tricked um, mm-hmm. to believe in the in the invisible, mm-hmm. like like women. Once once women get in baby mode, like they want to have a baby, mm-hmm. they don't believe nothing you say mm-hmm. because that right there, they they flesh and blood right here mm-hmm. shows every sign that I don't know this baby don't know what the words I'm speaking, but it starts to understand me. Because mm-hmm. I'm in its presence. I'm touching it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that was one part of Till when he was so messed up looking, right? Mm-hmm. She said in her speech, this was so deep. She said, when you're a mother, you know every crevice and crease that's on your child. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Mm-hmm. And, I and I think black men, we don't get that. Um, we don't get to know and love something so much to where we know it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, that's why a lot of people are like, I don't know. Ask your mama. <laughs> right? Yeah. It takes for a, a woman or separated family for the father to know the, the child mm-hmm. more. Mm-hmm. And it's sad. Same with the other groups of people. Mm-hmm. Other ethnic groups are still the same. Mm-hmm. It's just that they hear more because they're there more. They hear with their ears more than they, because they're there. Mm-hmm. You know, because the father, like, didn't she tell you yesterday not to do that? Why do you have to speak in these I'm just, absurd accents? That's not that's my Mexican friend. It's not Mexican. Okay, Latino. <laughs> go on. <laughs> just go on. See, but then most families that's divided in our community. Uh-huh. They don't know. So when that son or daughter go back home to his mother, he's like, why are you breaking out in the rash? He let you eat chocolate? Mm. Mm. I mean, yeah, because I asked him. Now, didn't I tell you I did not know? I remember you said it. That was years ago, but I've been giving this child chocolate. (laughs) You feel me? And so it's a miscommunication and broken interpretations through our whole lifestyle. Mm Mm-hmm. I agree. So I can say that. It's like men, black men especially, we don't really know what we want till we have bent over and sick and and don't walk out the wrong way. <laughs> <He's> terrible. <laughs> Shout out to Rich. Richard Heath. Uh balling with Rich every Sunday at five o'clock right here on Podcasting. But listen, so I just think it's a lot. It's a lot to deal with when it comes to us and why we why we don't. I mean, it's a lot. It's a lot to do with y'all. Period. Yeah, 
And when it comes to everything. Yeah, and it's because a lot of times we don't we don't have what the others have. And that's just as simple as that. There's been a plot and a plan on a black family for a while. And we use that as an excuse every time. I was going to say it's still being used as an excuse because they know that. And they know the prop. And it uses an excuse in, in many ways, even on, on the others, how they judge us. You feel me? Still to this day, they judge us, judge us the same. But we judge ourselves the same way. Yes and no. We judge ourselves with trying to take each other's spot. We don't judge ourselves to kill us, to, for us to kill each other, I mean, for us to kill ourselves. They do it to, to eliminate the mentality of black people. Go back, going back to Till. I'm going to have to watch the movie now. The woman let her son be exposed. I mean, to where, you know, he, he was. Yeah. And she still kissed that boy on his forehead. Still put her head on his chest. Everything. And if if you go back to her interviews, her real interviews of the real person, mm-hmm. she said this. This is how they got the information. Mm-hmm. I remember seeing some old interviews. So. Knowing he got shot in his head where half his skull fell off. She like they shot my and they broke they broke his arms and wrists and It was unnecessary with everything that they did. For everything that happened to that fourteen year old boy, fifteen year old boy. It was definitely unnecessary. Mm-hmm. And to know that two or three black men was with them is even more heartbreaking. Now did they do it for survival? More than likely, yeah, yes. I was gonna say, yeah, probably. But if that's the case, give me death. Because somebody, that was somebody a child. And for them to know about it and then step forward. Now, I, I do want to know the story behind, like, did they did they kill the black men that was with them so they wouldn't be witnesses because they wasn't on that stand either. Mm. Um, but I, it's, just, it's just a lot to go with it. Um, and as black people, it's a lot of things we have to let go. We had to let go all the uh, hurt of yesteryear. Um, though I tell people it was only 1968. Yeah, that was civil rights movement. 54 years ago. It wasn't that long. That we even became somewhat free. And that's crazy. Somewhat equal. Somewhat e- and somewhat. Because still to this day, somewhat. the geese outside got more uh, protection <laughs> than I do. Well, even how they did, even down to the to the housing market, how they were redlining. Like it was, it's just. You know what we should do? We should start blacklining. <laughs> you know, I'm serious. Let's see what happens. I mean, let's start blacklining. No, honestly, if blacks were to not buy anything for a whole day, you, you literally you, can shut everything down if they want to. Well, Minister Farrakhan had broken down one day. Um, we're the biggest consumers. Well, we the so get this. So being the biggest consumers and the people who spend responsibly is two different things. We are the biggest consumers on worthless shit. I'm saying, even mm-hmm. if you were to stop consuming the worthlessness, it, it would, it would you take still will shut them down. Well, shutting them down would take twenty to twenty one to thirty days. It still will shut down. It, it will shut down. <laughs> there will be no more existence. Down. Yeah. Until we to where. You know, people gotta understand the Chaldeans and the um, um, the the Muslims who came about the black stores. 
the Muslims and the Chaldeans was controlling the dairy products. I'm just saying the Detroit, Michigan, no, 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 the Michigan area. And so they had the bills, the debt bills, right? Mm-hmm. So after a while, they're like, look, you could take these 20, 30,000 and move. Why do you have to talk like that? Because that's them. Move. Just go ahead and move. Go to California. Go to Florida. Hot water, right? I, did I do it? That was a bad Chaldean, Mexican, do Chinese person. Just, just, just talk. Do it. Just talk. Okay, well. Just talk. They, you are they not kind, doing they any kind, of their accents. They, they're kind of tricked us there. No, they they actually put money in our face and we fell for it. They always put money in our face and we fall for it. We fall for it all the time because <laughs> we we money hungry and we just want to say that I have more money than you. True, and I think because people don't truly understand that money is a tool. A simple tool. It's supposed to be used as a tool. A tool like Facebook, like Instagram, like LinkedIn. Yeah, they're all tools. Don't use it as your main thing. You lose. Yeah. You really will lose. But um, nobody taught us that that money's a tool. You know no, they no. We were taught. Most didn't listen. The biggest debate with W. E. B. Du Bois and Booker <laughs> T. Washington. All you had to do is read. Yeah, money's a tool. W. E. Du Bois was like this, this, this education and money. He said, but still, you need my hands to build it. Mm-hmm. No matter how big a brain you got, no matter how much money you got, you still need my hands. With that being said, money don't mean nothing if you don't have the hands. So, but that that was the whole thing of most people. Most people just like thought to think that money can buy you anything. Because in the Bible it said money answer all things. It says all things. It doesn't say just godly things. It said all things. So it also answer to the evil too. So that's why in 1940-something they put in God We Trust on the back of money. Oh, they put it in 1940? I think it was 1940. I didn't know that. Well, I'm going to look it up. Um, so you're saying it wasn't always on the money? No, it wasn't always on the money at all. Nope. Mm, never knew that. That's why some of the most expensive some of the most expensive coins don't have in God We Trust. I yeah. didn't know that. I didn't yeah. know they had added that to the oh, yeah. to the dollar. Siri, or the money, Siri when did they add in God We Trust on money? She's not talking today. Huh? Yeah, she don't, I don't let this bitch talk. Why? Uh, <laughs> so disrespectful to her. <laughs> Ain't nobody staring Siri. Yeah, Siri, because she be stupid some days. I don't think she be stupid. <laughs> you think that's her personality? That's just her. <laughs> it said contributors, Brandon, learned that in God We Trust discovers the history. In God We Trust on, us, on the U.S. currency explored controversy of in God We Trust to the currency. Blah, blah, blah. You ain't okay. saying nothing. I ain't saying nothing you at all. You ain't saying nothing. The history of a God we trust becoming the official model of the this United States. This is like 1864. States. Yeah, I thought it was like 1964. And then it said it appeared until 1938, it appeared on various U.S. coins. Right. So and it was on actual. And prior to that, and prior to, it, to 1956, yeah, I was right. In 1956, it became official on all dollars. Coins. No, oh, okay. I don't watch it. Yeah. I don't even look at it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even look at it. Yeah. It, 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 I don't it, even think people really see money anymore. Everybody keeps using their cards or Apple Pay. Well, so Google I'm glad, you, I'm glad, you, I'm glad yeah, you said that. I don't even think people using money. Like so that. what happened was, right? You can encounter. They said in 2026, there's going to be a currency. Digital currency is mm-hmm. going to say. In God we trust. 
and and so I don't like digital currency. I'm not talking about Bitcoin. No, no, no. I'm just saying in general, like I don't. I try to have money on me, just cash. because. Yeah, I do try to have some cash on me, just because I don't like the the fact that everything is going to be controlled with that button. Yeah, all day. And they could be like we could be shut down at any point with that button. That's that's the thing that I don't like. Yeah, that's that's a great way to look at it. I just feel like that's just way too much control over. It my is. finances and, and what I do. And you just made me think about something. You're absolutely correct. So, my question to you, Britt, Britt, and knowing we just went through the uh, situation dealing with, you know, where we where we fall short in as people, and um, what are what do you feel is a, is a benefit? You said the situation that we just dealt with. What were you just talking about? Oh, with the money? Yeah, well, just not just, no, just the money, not the money, but just how black people or. Oh, the like mentality man, and the things mentality, like that. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Where do you feel we would be at in 2050? At the rate that we're continuing to go? Yes. Well, I was once told <laughs> that in 2050, when it comes to our dollar, mm-hmm. it would be worth nothing. Yes. Agreed. Um, yeah. So where do you think we're going to be at as a people? Well, if we're if we are where we are today from 1960, and we go to 2050 as a people, I think I don't know. I think it's just going to be more of a division. I think it's going to be more of the haves and the have-nots. I agree. Yeah, I think that's just what I, I, it's going to be. I definitely think it's going to be the haves and have-nots. The haves and the have-nots. Which is sad. <laughs> it's so mm-hmm. sad. Tyler Perry wrote a whole show on it. Uh-huh. Tyler uh, Perry wrote a whole show on it. Yes, he did. And, and have not. And, and it's damn near like to this day, that's how life is. I mean, even in Tyler Perry's world, you got people probably just gunning for him because he, he has the largest movie production studio in the world. In the world. A black man. You have black people like, oh, that ain't his studio. Yeah, a lot of people say that's nice. You be sitting there like, how in the hell is not? He ain't even in Atlanta no more. He not? No. Okay. He's in, um, I think he's in Wisconsin. Oh, I heard that's where he go to write at. No, he, but he goes there like to stay mostly throughout the year too. Okay. Like he, that's he said he finds it peaceful. Peaceful, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. He said he finds it very peaceful. Yeah, yeah I, I heard I heard him on the interview. I also heard him on the interview, and he was talking to somebody who wound up becoming his personal trainer. And his trainer had said, "Why me?" And he said, "Why not you?" Yeah, I like I like that he's for the underdog. Yeah, I do like that because he's been an underdog his whole life, and it's crazy because still is. It's crazy. He, huh? it's crazy. he was saying that um, in one of his interviews, he said people don't. Ask him like questions or certain things like like nobody freely just comes to him and be like hey how'd you do this or what is this about and everybody want money that's all yeah he mm-hmm. said people just don't ask and a lot he of people like don't he the care. person that he would give you the info give you the information he give you the info yeah I know one girl she wanted to get in one of his movies so bad she bought like a billboard she or wound something. up being in and she ended up but like a year later or something like yeah. that because he was mad about it he was like don't do that just come and audition <laughs> like don't do that he like you know what. Call that crazy bitch. Call her. Yeah, he put her in something. Cause she you know, she, she wound up playing the, um, in the Oval Office. 
That's her. I don't know which one she. I don't watch the Oval. I think, I think she. Me neither. Yeah, um, I, I, watched, I stopped watching some of his stuff. I watched it twice. I couldn't get into it. I didn't like the Oval. I didn't like Ruthless. Actually, I think after a couple seasons of the Half and Half Nights, I had kind of stopped watching stuff because I felt like it became more of like, okay, I got to produce, I got to produce, I got to produce, and it wasn't. It wasn't storytelling. Right. And that's the that's the part that kind of, you know. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah, cuz I mean, like I I love a good story. So, yeah. and I feel like a lot of That wasn't a good story. A lot I feel like a lot of um I think that was the reprise or the the pre-wise. But I feel um, like a lot of stuff they're not there's no storytelling. Like people not telling stories anymore. Right, I agree. Yeah, I don't feel like it's storytelling. So that's why it's just, it's so much stuff now. And you can watch it on so many different platforms. It's almost overwhelming. Right. There's no, um, there's no anticipation. There's no excitement. Like I used to like going to the movies and watching the um, the previews of what's to come. Right. You don't get that no more. At all. Yeah. So, and like you said, I think some of the trailers that you watch, it's like, oh yeah, I know what this movie going to be about. You said that. Yeah. You said that. You was like, oh, the whole movie on the trailer. On the trailer. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. so well, that's, uh, that's just kind of how I feel about that situation. But yeah, I haven't watched the Tyler Perry movie. I think the last movie I saw was Acrimony of Tyler Perry. Acrimony was good. You say it was good? I liked Acrimony. I really liked that. I thought it was really good. I thought it was insightful on how a family can change the dynamics of a husband and wife thoughts. Oh, and, how she, how her family was getting involved with with that situation. Yes, and how again, how the men were was not supportive, and just backing out, like except for one. One was like, no, if that's what they want to do, that's what he need to do. Yeah, because they women was kind of con- like the women Control. were controlling everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So for every night I'm going to bed. Like I don't want to hear this shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, but I I will say, her supporting his dream for as long as she did. I mean that that will take a toll on you. It will. Because she, I think the reason why is because it's, you weren't seeing any any results. Uh, well, after what twenty nineteen years it was eighteen years eighteen years eighteen years she wasn't seeing any results. Yeah, I mean after a while you do need to be like you know what, she, but he did say he get him a job. But I think that's the thing. Like, if he was working and, and building, I think she would have been okay. But it was a simple fact that he was working. It's, it's so hard to work and build. I know so many people be like, man, I got, you know, they got their own. But they say they got If he their own. worked and built for like the first 10 years and then the last eight years he was focusing on that, it probably would have been a different story. No, it would have <laughs> took him another eight years. It would have took him 16 years. Because, listen, I love what Steve Harvey had said one day. He said, anybody who tell you to sleep for eight hours, that's one-third of your life gone. One-third of your life. But see, I don't know. I can't really get what he says because everybody's story is not the same. No, that's true. And everybody didn't do it that way. No, but majority of them did. If you name me, they'd be like, how how, how much you work? They'd be like, 12, 14 hours a day, easy. Majority of people who do it, they do it. Now, don't get me wrong. If you have people in the medical field where things shut down at a particular time, if you're in the entertainment business, 
Sleep is not your best friend. Rest is your best friend, <laughs> but sleep is not. And just because you sleep, that don't mean you're resting. That's true. So, again, when you're in entertainment business, I think meditation will come before sleep. I believe being focused and, and having having people with like not like minded but elevated minded people will help you way better than sleep. I just know I'm about to I'm about to do my core like this I do the hair like anyway, um no, I, I really, in your past life I think you used to be a woman. <laughs> my booty not big. But the fact that you were just about to whip that around <laughs> You like really that. was about to whip that I, around. I, um, but I just, I just believe that that's why Proverbs twenty thirteen is dope to me. What it say? Don't take your punk ass to sleep. What is that? What <laughs> no, is Proverbs twenty? Let, let's it, see. It say don't go to sleep. That's what it says. Basically, yeah. And that's the that's the verse that you live by. No, I don't live by, it, but I do understand it. Proverbs 2013. 2013. You, know? yeah, you don't know. You know what it says. Yeah, and the similar. If you start seeing it, I start running with the oh, words. you going to run with it? I can run with the words. You said 2013, yeah. huh? Okay, what? let's see what it says. 20. You take it too long. Nope, it says, do not love sleep lest you come to poverty. There you Open go. Open your eyes nice. and you will be satisfied with bread. There you go. So sleep is for the poor. Majority of people that sleep are poor. And somebody said, my, I need my rest. I'm like, that's why your ass broke. No, well, you said it's the difference between sleep and rest. It's the difference. Yeah. But they you sleep. do need your rest. But they sleep. God but no, you rest. They believe that sleep is rest, and that's not true. Who believe? Oh, that's what you're talking about, the people. Yeah. Well. People get rest and sleep confused. They do. Well, explain it to us. Resting means you're at peace. That means that you are in, in um, the meditation is a part of resting because your body is resting. It's a process of healing when you meditate. Anything that's part of healing, that means it's resting. Just because you had sleep and you just ate or drink some, you just ate some food or just drank some liquor, some pops, some juice, that's not going to make you rest. Fasting is part of resting. You resting your body. Mm-hmm. So don't get me wrong. And I know people who work out for five or six hours a day, mm-hmm. hands down, and you can never tell. Did they work out how much? Huh? They work out how much? But they work off of uh, four to six hours, easy. <laughs> what, what, what you looking no, at? No, because sleep is, you got to... Because when you break it down certain things in the Bible, you got to, because sleep in that sense is talking about laziness. It wasn't talking about sleep. And a lot of people sleep. Because in Proverbs, to, if you go to Proverbs 3.24, and when you lie down, your sleep will be sweet. You see what I'm saying? So you got to, you got to. You got to read the whole thing. You have to read the whole thing. You have to put it in context, but you have to understand what sleep in that sense means. What does it mean? Laziness in that particular proverb. Right. And don't get It me. meant laziness, not actual sleep. And so a lot of people sleep because they're lazy. That's what I'm saying. So no, like, still to this day, it still it still holds because most people sleep because they're lazy, not because they worked all day. You can call some of your people right now, their ass is asleep right now. <laughs> they shouldn't be sleeping. 
<laughs> right? But you got some of you. You really call. can't even. I mean, I know I can't even really sleep like that on the weekend. I can't. I'm up. Like. On the weekend, let me tell you and something. And I'm trying to go to sleep. It's like, dang, I'm trying to get some sleep. But I'm up and I'm doing something. And that's how God works. Yeah, it's like, I'm doing something. But they say in the, in the kingdom of God is always productive. There you have it. Biblically speaking, right here on the Rising Ground Morning Show, I thank y'all for checking us out. Um, Brittany. This is Freestyle Friday. It's Freestyle Friday. <laughs> we just kicking. We were just kind of talking today. But we had good conversation. We always do. Yeah. Um, um, I'm pretty sure nobody... Nobody's gonna say nothing to me about anything I said today. Well, I don't. Know. I don't see people right. anymore. I know I'm trying to figure out how to find people. Because you're on streamcast. Because you're on streamcasting, so it's a totally different vibe on that side of town. <laughs> <laughs> it's a totally different vibe on that side of town. So right. Just put it out there. Hey, go to streamcasting. Um, check us out every Monday through Friday, Monday 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. It's the Rising Ground Morning Show. This is what we do, and it looks pretty clear to me right there. Um, hey guys, Brittany. Um, any last words would say? Um, I would say, let's see, no, nah, not really. Dreams come true, follow your dreams all day, every day. Yeah, dreams come true, Brittany Chanel. Dreams come true, dreams come true, follow your dreams. Where they can find you at? Uh, here, here, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. Rising Ground Morning Show. Uh, you can find me on Facebook, Brittany Chanel. Instagram, it's me, Brittany Chanel, BrittanyChanel.net, 2B, Always Consequences, and uh, working on some other stuff. Yes, ma'am. Um, you can find me right here on the Rise of Grind Morning Show, Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. It's your homeboy, the one and only, the big homie they call Miles Dixon. It's definitely in the building. I'm in the house. Um, you can find me right here. You can check me out on Girth on Tuesday nights at 9.30. Trust me, Girth be tripping. We be on that. Um, shout out to D-Guns, Q Lewis, and... On that note, y'all, we are, oh, we out. Yeah.